1: Welcome to the Busted Open Podcast. This is the Busted Open Podcast. You can listen to the full show Monday through Saturday from 9 a.m. to noon Eastern on Sirius XM Fight Nation Channel
0: 156. Yeah, welcome in pro wrestling fans here on a Saturday a weekend edition of Busted Open Radio, the podcast edition. I'm your weekend host, Ryan McKinnell, and joining me, as always, the world's strongest man, Mark Henry. And Mark, we have a stacked Saturday show, plenty to get to in the pro wrestling world. But, I mean, listen, we got to start with one of the best shows in pro wrestling every single week. That is SmackDown. More wrinkles added last night on Friday between Jey Uso, Kevin Owens, and the continuing demonic Diabolical, evil evolution of one, Roman freaking Reigns, man.
1: The guy's getting more destructive, not just physically, but verbally every week. Yeah. A lot to look forward to on the podcast.
0: Including a really great conversation on AEW and Impact. What does it mean? What's gonna happen? What does the future have in store? And what would we do in terms of fantasy booking? Great stuff involved with that. And Mark, it wouldn't be a Saturday show without Weekly Winner, we give the fans the best show that was in the week of professional wrestling. Just gotta sit back, relax, click play on a Saturday. Let's get it going, Busted Open Nation. Let's go! The Big Dog, the Tribal Chief, Roman do? Reigns. <laughs> laying down the law against kevin owens and yeah his own cousin last night jay uso getting it as well everybody feeling the wrath of roman raids i'm ryan mckinnell that is mark henry this is busted open we are back on a saturday shit just got real mark i just took off my man, jacket how... i'm oh, feeling hey, it yeah.
1: listen man I, i'm i'm feeling it but i'm still not taking my jacket off it's still cold as <laughs> shit over here wow knees knocking together cold
0: you you could put on the heat you know like it is an option you
1: know what i'm cheap i'm not the same way i'm the the same way i'm the same way they were they were they were
0: they were were giving me shit on the wednesday show like you know you you turn the heat on i said the same thing i'm cheap they're like yeah but you just bought a jacket which i did my wife just got me a jacket north face that's that's uh, nice man I like it. It's a nice jacket. I haven't really taken Looked it. Look like it in got that days.
1: inside wool feel, like real fluffy. Oh yeah, oh, man. Oh, it's
0: it's like a cocoon. It's like a cocoon. Mm. But it, man, at 35 degrees, the house was like 59 this morning when I woke up. I had to break, man. I had to put the heat on for the first time this year. I had to do it. I had to. Yeah, I, I like I, I, I like think hearing the that you're cheap on. though, because you and I are on completely different career trajectories. You're a hall of famer. I'm a hall of well, nothing. Right. But I I love that you're I love that you're cheap. I don't get those big
1: checks no more. Don't think for one (laughs) second that they still paying me. Shoot. I got to live. I got to live off yesterday for the next 25 years.
0: (laughs) Vince, do you hear your boy over here? What is going on? Let's get Mark Henry some heat. Hey, man! I'm happy of- to get back in
1: the ring, man.
0: Hey, hey! Speaking of uh, speaking of those checks, do you still get MacGruber checks? Because I was watching MacGruber last 13 night. Thirteen
1: cents. Hey! Every- Damn I it. swear to God, every now and then I will get a check from one of these movies <laughs> I've been in for like seventeen cents, twenty eight cent, a dollar ninety nine. I'm like, what the? <laughs> this is the worst royalty system of all time.
0: Especially for a classic like MacGruber, I am not bullshitting. I forgot how amazing that movie is. Like that is an amazing movie.
1: Man, I was mad that I had a line get cut out. Like I had oh, a, I had a, I had a spot in there where um, he came into my uh, little trailer house deal on the work site, and he goes, "Look, man, I need you." And I was like, "No, I can't do it, man." You said last time that I was going to get to kill a motherfucker. And I didn't get to kill a motherfucker. But you'll get to do it this time. I promise. I promise. (laughs) You sure? Yes. I'm in. And it got cut out, and I was pissed. I still remember it, man. I'm like, come on, man. Forte, you let him cut me out, bro. Uh And Jericho got 20 minutes to talk i'm like damn <laughs> jericho talked too long and they cut my shit oh i love still
0: feeling still still feeling the sting to this day well hopefully the 17 cent uh checks help relieve that sting a little bit maybe you can get your heat on you know another six seven hundred years
1: i i i got like 25 minutes of heat <laughs> with all those checks combined i i could turn the air on for 30 minutes and then turn, uh-huh. yo, turn that heat off. It costs money. <laughs> I turn into the dad from uh, Everybody Hates Chris. Man, that's thirty-seven cents worth of heat. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Doing the calculations, <laughs> he just used up all my MacGruber royalties. Seriously, so I guess that's, I guess that's a, that's an, it, that's an early look at the Mimosa Minute. Go out and watch MacGruber if it, maybe if you you forgot how amazing it is. Mark Henry's in it. Nah, Mark Henry's oh in, it. in it. Jericho's in it. Great colleagues in it, a bunch of pro wrestlers. You're in it for a little Kane. bit. You're in it for a little bit. Canes in it, throwing MVP. knives at people's dicks.
1: Yeah. Big show, kissing a dude.
0: That was incredible. That was incredible. God damn. That is a good ass movie. Will Forte is <laughs> the man. Anyway, we're we going go is off awesome. a tangent. Well, we, we, can spend, we can spend hours talking about the TV we but like. That's, that's spend... what
1: this show has become, though, Ryan. It's true. Like, we talk true. wrestling, but the reason that people like us is they feel like man I'm in the conversation with these two guys that you know are on the radio and have done certain things in their lives and like you we bring people in that's 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 the whole point
0: yeah and bring I just them get to in. be the come fan. on in I, y'all I, I, Sit down. I get, to be, the kick I get to be the fan and get to be all the people that uh, clearly would love to ask you about MacGruber. I get to do that because it is an American classic and everyone should watch MacGruber and celebrate MacGruber. And not just because of Mark Henry, because it's a great damn movie as well. All right, Mark, maybe we'll get back to MacGruber because I feel like I could do an hour just talking stories and movies you've done and royalty checks and all that good stuff. But uh, you heard the audio there from Kevin Owens. Uh, Roman Reigns and Jay Uso. Roman Reigns going absolutely bad shit on both of those men to end what the did show on <laughs> Saturday. Bro, that's night. the worst, it, man. It but it was so good. You say, What did I do? It's the worst, but it was believable. You know what I mean? You it, felt it when was. it was happening.
1: I, I, yeah. I thought it was, I mean, I knew it was believable because when he when he got hit and he yelled out, like, what did I do? And Roman hit him again. I, I was like, shit, man, that's about as bad as it can get. Yeah. Like, you're going to beat the person that you supposedly love? How do you feel with the people that you don't? I mean, it was, man, that was that was painful. Not just uh, physically painful, but it was mentally painful for me to see that. Yeah. And it made me, as a a, a guy that wrestled before, it made me want to fight him. It may, you know, I was legit sitting there mad. Like, you know, like we we love this business because of how important it is and, and where we came from with it. But the suspended belief is just off the chart. It's just like it's so damn real that I want to just jump through the TV and take up for his cousin.
0: Yeah. Well, you talk about sticking up for Uso, right? Let's talk about psychology for a second. The fact that no one came out and helped Uso or owens right. right okay what do you think about that because that's that's something that stood out to me is it fear of the big dog is it fear of the tribal chief now wanting wrath. to put them to put themselves in the orbit the wrath of roman reigns
1: right i think that's more what it is than anything is people are like look man that's their business like you don't want that smoke you don't want that heat like let it go stay away from them let them sort it out And the fact that Kevin does not back down and he is one of the – he's a beacon of light uh, that you can come and help. You can come and say something, but nobody did. And, you know, that was troubling.
0: Yeah, but again – you look at the psychology, Mark, it, it just it, it could be more of that subliminal storytelling that nobody wants to, to put themselves in the in the line of fire of Roman Reigns, even if it is to help a great guy, you know, a, a guy that could use it in Kevin Owens or the. So what
1: happened serious. to Otis? There you go. Otis was down there <laughs> and he got the hell beat out of him. I don't know if I ever seen nobody get hit with the stairs five times.
0: That was the best use of stairs as a weapon that I can remember and now I'm like, I remember. remember, well, I can remember like when Kane put Daniel Bryan, you know, the the, the tombstones uh, and then, you know, a, a few years ago, like there's been good use of, uh Christian and Randy Orton. I believe I Night of Champions 11 there was a great RKO onto the stairs. I, I my mind might be a little bit fuzzy, but like there's there's moments that stand out where people have landed on the stairs. I can't remember someone taking the stairs and drilling someone with the authority like I mean that was over. well executed. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And over and over and <laughs> over. And that's just four overs. He hit him five times. Bro, like, that was they, – they should have carted him out. Mm. Like, they never showed him again, which is, you know, the right thing to do. But I could see the the paramedics coming and, it, you know, kind of on the side, dragging him, you know, putting him on the gurney and wheeling him out. You know, while that's going on, I think that would have added more to it. Um, if you really wanted heat, you could have had Roman go and run those people off and say, you'll never work again if you push that one more inch. Now get out yeah. of here. And yeah. him push the gurney over while Otis just laying there on the gurney. Like, I mean, they're, they're, you could do more. You can always do more. Uh, it's a problem when you don't when you get less, and that's not what we got last night. You, yeah. you still you got so much. Not only did he started beating Kevin Owens, he beat his cousin, his family, who he talks about how I, I love you and you know like I'm we're doing I'm doing this for your kids. <laughs> how did, how does your so kids bad. look at you when they see you get beat? Is that what you want? I mean, it's just like brutal stuff, man. Like, the verbal abuse is, uh, I tell people all the time, it ain't always what you say but how you say it. Mm-hmm. And I've had people, you know, and that's, that, we talked about this before the show, the whole Michael Jordan thing. It, yeah. It's, 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 it's how you said it. He could have said it a bunch of different ways. He could have said, hey, man, what's going on? Who are you? I never met you before. We wouldn't have had no altercation.
0: You're talking about so your, the, your run running with Michael Jordan back in the 90s. Yeah. Right. Right.
1: But because it was, who are you? That shit sounds kind of curt, man. It cut me. <laughs> I'm not used to being talked to like that. And some people are spoiled in different ways. Some people are spoiled with attention. Some people are spoiled with, with, with gifting. Some people are spoiled with you know how you know how somebody can say something and it's not funny and everybody goes, ah, ha, ha, ha. <laughs> like you can gratuitously give people their props. The one thing that I always got in my life, always, when I walked in a room respect. I kind of own the room. Yep. And I could have a conversation with the president. Well, not the current president, but I could have competi, i could have conversations with anyone kings, yeah. queens, royalty play with their kids, go to where I'm from, little small Silsby. The people's education is only surrounded by what they see the environment that they're in. I could talk to you with your education in the fight game in the in the world of pro wrestling. Scientists, doctors, I'm like the, the, my circle is, is huge. I'm not saying that we're all friends, but there's an understanding. Right. I'm used to that kind of attention and respect because of the work that I put in and the experience that I have in this world. I didn't get that that day. I got treated like a peon. You're average. Who are you? (laughs) No, not Mark Henry. You better know. And if you don't, I'm going to tell you, sir, who I am. And before somebody has to pull me off you, you will apologize. You will apologize. And that's where we were with that. But as man to man, the apology happened an invitation was given out and then I was, we were able to get by it you
0: think, and
1: I, uh, I, there there's things that have happened in my life. I don't even, I don't even remember. People remind me of it. And I go, Oh, I bet Michael don't even remember that shit. I'm sure he does. I bet you. <laughs> I don't think he that was, that was a bleep <laughs> in time that he, <laughs> he's like, I mean, I can't say he's like me, but he's, he's like anybody. You have things that happen you just ain't – you never thought about it again after. Right. So,
0: you know. So, that begs the question, will Roman Reigns be giving any apologies to Che Uso for the way he treated him last night? I,
1: you know what? I I it would love happen. to see – Yeah. I would love to see him act like it's about to be an apology. Yeah. Like, you know what? I might have overstepped my bounds. And – I have something I probably need to say to you, and I need to say to your family. I would do it again, all over and again and again and again <laughs> and and not apologize, but just say that to protect the family, I will do it again, and right. people would be like, oh. they'd be like oh no, damn, can you just do it just give an apology
0: no. can he do the right thing <laughs> but that's what's great he thinks he is doing the right thing and like any great villain right. there is that duality whether it be bill the butcher or whoever the case may be right when when you have when you have a great villain that isn't just dread you know driven by you know greed and complete evil or like you know a serial killer that's just unexplainable right When you have a truly great psychological villain, there is that back and forth. There is that duality, Roman reigns.
1: Hey everybody, this is Fran Fraschella, host of the podcast World of Basketball. The game of basketball has truly become a global game.
0: Markovic buys it in to Mickey and somehow it goes in.
1: Each week, I talk with the players, coaches, and executives who have led the way in growing
0: the game of basketball around the world. Real Madrid
1: have stolen victory from the jaws of defeat. Episodes are available every Thursday on the Sirius XM app, Pandora, and Apple Podcasts.
0: Over at AEW taking liberties and with Kenny Omega taking titles, taking the AEW title to wow. impact on Tuesday, Mark, man, it is not Jim often we... pop
1: me. So major.
0: <laughs> it's not often That's we get it. moments like this, man. And it's definitely not <laughs> often moments. I mean, for an entirely new generation, for anybody that hasn't been around, or has just been around since post WCW purchase and and, and merger and everything that happened with that. There hasn't been a real competitor on the scene to offer a storyline like this, where titles are taken and going to different promotions, brother. It is an exciting time in the business right now. And AEW had a moment on Wednesday night.
1: They did. I mean, they had a couple of, they had probably three good serious moments and that was right there at the top of the list. Um, I didn't hear that call. I remember watching, but Jim Ross, you know, you hear like the fine tuning. Right. And Jim Ross making his comments like, what a bastard. Like, that just popped me to no end. And I I think that um, on Tuesday, so many people – I can't wait to see what the rating is for Tuesday because – I know for a fact that all of the nation, I know all of us are going to tune in. And I think that the fans from every wrestling promotion are going to tune in because they want to see what's going to happen. Because this is is not just going to affect AEW and uh, affect Impact. This is going to affect the entire wrestling landscape. So I see the WWE doing a partnership with somebody. I see New Japan uh, doing more to get back into um, United States mainstream. And uh, the same thing with, um, you know, uh, NXT UK. Yeah, I, I, I see more happening. Like, they got to get this COVID situation under control for the internationals uh, brands, but for the, the brands here in the States, it's going to be a lot of movement.
0: Well, I'm glad you brought up COVID because I feel like COVID has shown us, especially in niche sort of audiences, like I deal with like mixed martial arts and, and pro wrestling. Um, I think it's shown us that we are in inter- more interconnected and more reliant on each other, whether it be promotions, whatever the case may be. Right. That's basically what I'm talking about in the context of this, that we mm-hmm. are more reliant and, and more uh, the foundation of these, of these arts. And in the case of professional wrestling is more intertwined than probably we, we ever gave it real credit for, especially in the internet era. And I think it to a large extent, COVID is, is, is exposing that in a good way, in a good way, Mark. And this, and as you said, the, the, the combination and the combining of AEW to impact the ripple effects that, that are going to be felt, I do agree with you. They, they, they it's going to be essentially casting a wide net now back to WWE because, um, you guys talked about it yesterday with the hall of fame and hall of pain edition uh it is interesting triple h saying in that 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 conference call that they are open for business my question to you mark is what does that mean does that because because when i when i heard that my interpretation of it was okay well i i think you know mlw evolved uh, maybe even ROA. It's okay. Maybe, maybe there'll be some working relationship in regards to that when Triple H says he's open for business. But I think there are levels to this, right? There are tiers. I, I can't foresee a situation where WWE would potentially team up with, a, with another outfit that has a serious TV deal. And really, when we're talking about that, I guess that would really only mean AEW. So I'll throw that question to you. When you hear Triple H say they're open to business, do you interpret it the way I interpret it? Or do you think that possibly we could see like a a, a combining of these super shows and we could actually see WWE branch out and do something with, with larger promotions like New Japan or AEW?
1: But but they've already done stuff. I mean, you look at the, like the stuff with Evolve. Right, Um and, that's what I mean. And and, and the list goes on. I, I think that that is something that's uh at the forefront of it. But when he said we're open for business, that means call and make and then let's talk. Okay. Like if, if it's something that we look at that could be worthwhile, that's gonna be able to to cross the boundaries of uh just WWE programming and they're willing to have some players come in and lose as well as come in and win or just to come in and shine. Uh-huh. It, it sheds a light on, on on the companies. And uh, nobody wants to have their guy or girl come in and lose because it basically says, okay, they're a better brand than we are or they have more vying uh, power than we do. Nobody wants to do that. That was, that's what happened with the territories. The only company in my recent memory that's been able to do it was the NWA. The NWA was one where the talent said, you know what? It's not about the companies. This is about the wrestling brand, the wrestling product. If I need to, if, if I need to do the favor, then I'm going to do the favor because it's what's necessary for that title. And then I'm gonna get another shot back, right? And there may not ever be a rubber match, and that's the thing about the NWA. You had a lot of matches where um, a guy in a certain brand would win, and then he would come back, you know, two months later, and then he would he would do the favor. But then there would never be a rubber match. You, you never got, you know, like the NWA. Never had closure. <laughs> you never had closure. But yeah. the, the guys that, that ended up being that NWA champion, they were that NWA champion for years. Years. You look at Nick Aldis most recently. Um, Nick wrestled people from all kinds of all, – all brands. Right. And the respect of the title went to Nick Aldis because he was the holder of that title. Um, the WWE could do the same thing. They could do the same thing.
0: Well, certainly would like to see it on some level because I mean, fantasy booking and, and, and crossing those lines is something that's always been a part of my fandom as a, as a professional wrestling fan. And I've never really gotten to see it in the way that I would like. you know I mean, there were little 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 run-ins with ECW and they had their little invasions, you know, when they were ECW prior to the mm-hmm. actual merging. Um, there were moments that were fleeting glimpses of it. And each time it happened, Mark, it's just Thunder Rosa and AEW. They just, I don't care yeah. what it is. It's just, it adds an extra layer. Um, even adds to the psychology. It just, it just makes the whole product better. And then back to AEW and impact Mark. I don't know how this is going to work out, but I mean, (laughs) it hit the ground running. I mean, in terms of an introduction and Hey, we're going to be, you know, doing this, you couldn't have made a bigger splash by, you know, putting the strap on Kenny Omega third champion in AEW history. And with that taking the title to impact with Don Callis, the way this is all came out. It's just, it was done On a Wednesday night, which I loved, Mark, I loved that AEW booked this the way they did. Essentially, hour two starts off with Sting, which is just, I mean, in terms of moments, in terms of surprises, it'll be right there at the top for AEW history for the rest of the time that AEW exists, hopefully the next 100 years, right?
1: Yeah. All of that. Yeah. Go ahead.
0: Well, i was just saying, all of that tied in. And here's the thing, Mark, prior to this event happening on Wednesday, the winter is coming event. I couldn't figure out why Tony Khan and AEW licensed winter is coming from uh, uh game of Thrones. Like they spent the money on winter is coming and they're, they're doing all this winter is coming stuff. And I couldn't figure it out while well, being the dummy that I am. I figured it out real quick when staying hit the runway an hour or two. And then as that happens and everyone's hashtagging winter is coming, people on Twitter are seeing winter is coming game of thrones fans who don't give a shit about pro wrestling are saying winter is coming did something happen with AEW with 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 game of thrones no nothing happened with game of thrones but you remember that face painted pro wrestler from the 90s sting well he's back and he's he's making an appearance in aew i'm just saying the pop culture pull that this moment had was huge and again the branding and paying for that licensing of winter is coming was genius because they got the social media traction and oh mark how 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 do you follow up on winter is coming within 15, 20 minutes of sting making his debut. You put on your best world title match between your two undefeated superstars of Kenny Omega and John Moxley. You give them over a half an hour and then you have a title change into a huge cliffhanger. That is one of the best hours of pro wrestling television that I have seen in a decade.
1: It was, it was amazing. And I thought that the match was more than sound it was better than the pay-per-view
0: yep i said this is the second best pay-per-view they've done it was right behind their first double or nothing in las vegas this is only a two-hour show i left feeling like you talk about your money's worth i know it was a free show but goddamn i got my money's worth
1: man like if they had that if they had said okay this this thing is going to make an appearance they advertised say they were they advertised it would have paid off. It would have been just as impactful. I think it was more impactful because of the shock value. No
0: no question. This time. No question. But
1: it, you could have you could that would have been better than that pay-per-view. The last pay-per-view for sure. The last two pay-per-views. And I would have paid money to see that. Because just just from Sting happening, just from Sting yep. showing up. <laughs> so the main event and then going into them running away with with the title and announcing that they're going to be on another promotion next week. Oh my gosh, man! Come on, like it was it was pretty damn impressive, and it's going to make for a really really uh, good conversation later on when we start talking about week of winter.
0: That's a very good point, point. and yeah, we talk about moments, man. Three moments in an hour: the debut of Sting the match and a title change with Kenny Omega becoming the third champion, and then, oh yeah, tune in to Impact on Tuesday with Don Callis, Kenny Omega, and the AEW title. That all happened in an hour. Well done to Tony Khan and AEW, and yeah, that might be a little bit of a preview of Weekly Winner. But Lionel Messi has officially told Barcelona he wants to leave the club. The biggest name in soccer is on the move. Lionel Messi has brought the club to their knees. What went wrong at Barcelona? For three years, he's this team dissolve like an Alka-Seltzer in a glass of Newcastle Brown Ale? What's next for Lionel Messi from a footballing viewpoint? Italy's the best place for him. Follow this true tale of international intrigue every day on SiriusXM FC 157. The landscape of pro wrestling is evolving which means more options for fans. So many activities. Mark Henry and Ryan McKinnell are here to answer the difficult questions. What was the best show this week? You ain't first, you're last. The week's over, so get over. This is the Busted Open Weekly Winner. it's our three Busted Open days. You know what time it is. It's a Saturday. It's weekly winter time, where we give you the best show that was. In the week of professional wrestling, Mark, I went first last week. That means you are going first this week. It was another, it really was. It was another great week in professional wrestling. Some highs, really not many lows. I I like the bitch as much as the next guy, but there wasn't a whole lot to complain about this week. And believe me, I'm looking, I'm looking, but it was a solid, solid week for pro wrestling. But as we always say, Mark, if you ain't first, you're last. There can be only one true weekly winner here on busted open Saturday. Who you rolling with?
1: Man, um I'm not gonna downplay Raw as much as others on this Actually, show have. Yeah. Uh I thought it was a, it was a you know a good show. Uh it 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 didn't flow, I think, the way that the other shows flowed this week. So I will have to pass over Raw right now. Uh even though uh I really did enjoy. Um I really did enjoy seeing uh AJ Styles and uh Riddle and yeah. and Keith Lee like Impressed. that 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 match held up for the show. Uh then you go to Wednesday and um NXT was a good show. It had like, you know, all of major players that you want to see on NXT and in a surprise, I mean, it was a really surprise to me that I get a, 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 I get a ladder match with Shashi Blackheart and Ra- Raquel Gonzalez that Man. that match delivered, bro. That was a really like, good it match. It really delivered, though. And, and, and Bully and I talked about this yesterday. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know if I've seen anybody improve at the rate that Shotzi Blackheart did because at first I just did not like her. What did it, what did it, what,
0: and I wanted to ask you that yesterday when I was listening, what, what didn't stick with you in those initial, uh, the introduction to Shotzi, if you will.
1: You know what? And no disrespect to the Indies. Uh, a lot of times Indie wrestlers feel like, let me put my life on the line. Let me put my body on the line. And they didn't tell the kind of stories in wrestling that you're used to to make you care about right. them going out there and just you know throwing yourself off the top of a scaffold into the ring on top of five tables uh is not gonna make me care about you it's gonna make me say oh shit this dude is crazy it's not gonna be like where i'm like man i care about this dude like i want to see him succeed you know and and you you grow a relationship with them. indie wrestlers, they miss that because they have to compete against other people doing crazy shit. Yeah. And Shotzi has dropped that. Let me just do a bunch of crazy stuff and tell a story in the ring and use emotion in selling. And I care about what happens with her. Okay. But her talking about her family – being in the military and, you know, the tank and the, the significance, like the storytelling is what brought her over, brought her to me. And I think that that's, that's the thing. She, she's learned how to tell stories. Bully may, had a term for it. He called it Indie riffic right? She was very Indie riffic and um, that's not a disrespect because terrific is in there. But Indy, terrific. And um, you have to be good to be considered terrific. But she wasn't great. Right. And I think now she's, she's, uh, she's got it. She understands. And, 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 I, and I care. So, um, but I, I, I loved it. I, I thought that the um, everything with Damien Priest and Leon Ruff is entertaining. Uh Cameron Grimes is still, for your money, the best entertainer on the show. He's he he he's, he's the funniest guy. Yep. He's the he 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 makes you hate him, but you laugh. It, it's like that guy that, you know, he says something that's so vile and and disrespectful, like, you know, some Michael Jackson joke or something. And 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 you go. Damn, man, it's too soon. Like that's Cameron Grimes. He he just don't have a filter. Yeah, and I love it. And And he's
0: nuanced. It's the little things too that he does well. Yeah, yeah.
1: Like you don't even see it coming. He it just I think that he don't even see it coming. It's just a part of his personality. And brother, like incredible. But on Wednesday. The winter was coming, and just two matches. I mean, the show was good, full of full of stars, but the tag match, um, where Cody and Darby would went against Powerhouse Hobbs and Ricky Starks, and then Sting coming out. Wow a moment that didn't touch the internet how do you do that how do you have something happen where there's no hey speculation is that you know spoiler alert that sting is going to make an appearance on AEW
0: that's how? a great point that's a great point does, it did i mean there was there was always speculation that potentially sting wasn't done or yada 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 but there was there were no dirt sheets no, no not like nor the normally with something like this mark like even when uh like lesnar returned back what was it nine years ago right oh he's he's been filmed at the airport you know there's reports that he signed you, there was none of that with sting
1: no 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 nothing and the little kid in me came out <laughs> i got giddy I was all laid back, comfortable, watching this match going, oh, man, Powerhouse is doing pretty good. Like, man, that's awesome. And then all of a sudden, I'm sitting on the edge, and my hands are rubbing my knees, and I'm looking. I'm like, oh, shit, thing is out here. What the hell is going on? I lost it. And then him coming in the ring, and looking orn in the face and I, I went all the way back to WCW days all those matches that Arn and Sting had Horse, Horseman versus Sting Oh my it, gosh. it made it Sting a... Mark yeah yeah man yeah and he walked around the ring and he's eyeball guys and he got in he Cody was selling on the ground he went down to one knee and he looked at Cody and he shook his head and it it was like uh, I'm proud of you, son, because I knew your daddy, and he would have been proud of you. It was okay. that kind of thing. He, he didn't say anything, but you but knew. Just but you knew it was just like wow, this is crazy. And then you circle around, and he ends up and he looking at Darby Allen.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And it was like a predator movie. He looks on one side of his face, lean, hmm, man. Then he leans over to the painted side and he goes, hmm, stinger. (laughs) And walks out of the ring and just does the wolf yell and as quick as he appeared, as quick as he left, and he left everybody standing in a pool of their own piss. And <laughs> I'm telling you, the only thing that you can That's equate smelly. that to is when Undertaker comes out. Yeah, and and he did that. He did that. He made everybody stir. And I'm gonna tell you a credit to pro wrestling. Dean Ambrose and Kenny Omega, they followed it. They followed it. They were the main event. And In a lot of ways, yeah. you should have went off the air on Steam. Mm-mm. Dean, Kenny, no. We're going off the air as the stars of this show. That was great. To have a legend like Steen come on, but I'll be damned if I let anybody upstage me and I'm holding this title. I'm going to follow it. And that take balls, big ones. Whoa. And then to live up? Right. They had a match that was better than the pay-per-view match. And then you had a title change. Holy cow. Who would have ever thunk it? And then you have a ballyhoo at the end where (laughs) Don Callis takes Kenny by the arm. Let's get the hell out of here, kid. What? Wait a minute. What's going on? Come with me. Let's go. Old school. Jump in the car. Cut the promo. Drive off. Hey, by the way. You'll see us next Tuesday. What? You mean Wednesday? AEW's on Wednesday. No. We'll be on Impact. And we're out this bitch. Boom! And they take off. Now and the they, whole world is going, they, What?
0: And they actually Did took he off, just Mark. Say, and I credit to the speeding car. They actually sped away. I know that's a small nuanced thing, but yeah. I, I appreciated that.
1: They peeled hey. ass. <laughs> they they peeled out, and I'm telling you, and they went between two big trucks, yeah. and that car fishtailed a little bit, and, and, and hey, they really- it matters. They,
0: it matters. It matters. It matters.
1: It was matters. a real burnout, yep. <laughs> and I'm telling you, like, it was an impressive show. Yeah. And now you move on down to SmackDown, which we saw last night. is fresh on our mind, and Ooh. what a good show. The way you started it with Roman Reigns and the interview, which we talked about earlier, and the drama and the and the the the, um, the emotion that they used, and the words are powerful, and you cannot take for granted that sometimes what can be said can be more impactful than what can be done you look at the historical speeches that have been made that rallied countries into victories and successes and led us away from negativity and failure. They, Roman Reigns is starting to master how to impactfully speak action into existence. I mean, it was masterful uh, what he did with Kayla. And yeah. then you you go through the rest of that show. There's never a dull moment in the show because at twice you had Pat Patterson tributes.
0: That's great. Two. Tri- that's a great was, point, two tributes. Yeah. I was
1: not, like, Pat Patterson makes me happy. When I hear his name, it, it makes me smile and I miss him. But I think about the jokes, and even Michael Cole started it. He was like, "You know who was talking about you last night? Who? <laughs> Nobody." Pat did that every day. He he would always, and, and it was <laughs> the way that he the way that he did it. He got you. Yeah, he was a master psychologist. He knew how to trick you into thinking, "Oh, everything's fine. No, oh, there's no jokes. No, oh, somebody was asking about you. Who? I got you again."
0: Damn. And I was going to say, he could probably get you 20 times in a lifetime. Oh, he can get you.
1: He can get you at least <laughs> twice if he wanted to. And I just started crying, man, because, like, I, I, I miss Dusty. I miss Bruno. And you know how big of a fan I am, Andre. I never got to meet him, but it is an emotional bond. Like, to see all of these men that I respected and knew – Uh, that are no longer here with us, Um, it just got tough. And Pat being gone fresh. And then they showed a picture of Pat and Gerald Briscoe hugging. And I love Gerald, just like I love Pat. He's like my my wrestling dad. I call him dad. And I thought to myself, damn, one of these days, he's not going to be here no more. And then I started thinking about my own mortality. And I'm just like, wow, this is, this is pretty damn heavy. And it got to be heavy. But for all you wrestling fans out there that watched the six-man tag, I'm going to explain to you what happened. Those were Pat Patterson guys that were in that match. He helped cultivate those crops and get those guys to be who they are today. And Dolph especially, and Daniel Bryan especially, um, even though Sammy, Sammy would not be in wrestling if it wasn't for Pat. He's French-Canadian. He was one of those that helped, uh, helped Sammy navigate himself to get from the Indies to where he was El Generico to where he became the guy that he is today. Wow. And the break spot, the first one, was a Pat Patterson spot. The finish, where you do everything, I hit you with this and I hit you with that. and the Boom! <laughs> I get you with the roll-up. You kick out of the roll up. I put you in the splato. You kick out of the splato. And then I put you in the and the, 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 boom. That's Pat. That's the way he talked. And you, you understood him. But it was the, the technical aspect of what happened. All of those moves were Pat Patterson's move. It was the way that he worked okay. when he was a wrestler. So you got to see Pat Patterson. And them holding that real, the original title.
0: That was very cool. Down,
1: it just emotionally got me, man. Yeah.
0: How, about the, uh, it, it, how about the atomic drop that Dolph took? You know, that was for Pat
1: Patterson. Oh, Pat Patterson. <laughs> and then the bouncing awesome. around, the ping-ponging. Yeah. Like, yeah. all of that stuff, guys, that's what Pat Patterson brought to the game. Historically, yeah. the, that, it was his shit. It was them getting
0: his shit in. <laughs> how about that? Great. It was great. It was great. And it was, was and it was really
1: really special.
0: Yeah. And it was, and you, you brought it up. The two, uh, the two tributes, the opening tribute was beautiful. The second video package that they added more stuff and more photos to, um, Really, a really great send-off for Pat. But, Mark, listen, that was a lot of great stuff on Friday Night SmackDown. There was a lot of great stuff between AEW. I really feel like it's a battle, as it has been the last few weeks, between AEW and SmackDown. But we say it, if you ain't first, you're last. If it ain't first, you ain't your last. No, so uh, he ain't giving it to. I,
1: I, I would have to. I would have to say that um, I cannot finish, even though Pat Patterson uh, is hard. I should have put him last. I should have talked about Roman and jay <laughs> the tag match the main event uh at the um in the the beginning or in the middle, and I did not, which you know leads me to the fact that maybe in my subconscious mind I thought that <laughs> um that that was a bigger part of the show, which yeah. I think it is yeah. and <clears throat> excuse me <clears throat> um. Roman not coming to the ring in the beginning of the match showed just a lack of respect for his cousin. It showed a, you know what, I'll teach you to speak up. You do it on your own. It was just like, it was so much heel building uh, for Roman in that. His absence from the ring. And then he finally makes the entrance look at me, I'm special, tag me in, Jay's handling it, he's handling it, and he don't do it, he end up getting, you know, Roman's pissed and yada, 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 Roman beats the bloody hell out of our big guy, Otis, that everybody loves, he's he's one of us, he's a big, big guy, bald with a beard, Well, he's really not bald, but he's got bald on the side, so we'll accept him. And that emotional part of it, the fact that not only did he ended up uh, beating Kevin, he pounded him with the chair, pounded him with the chair. It wasn't a victory, but it was a beating. And then he beat his own cousin, and he was like, what did I do? And he beat him, and he beat him, and Roman put Kevin Owens in his finish just to show this is what could happen and what will happen. And it was a hell of a thing, man, for them to go off the air. And that the show was just amazing. But if you're not first, you're last. What happened and what we started the show with is usually a great indicator of what the best thing in pro wrestling was and how did we start the show? We started the show with what happened with Roman Reigns. Mm -hmm. Roman Reigns, I feel, was the most impactful thing, even over having Sting come in Which leaves me to give the day to SmackDown.
0: All right. Well, there you go.
1: To AEW. And I enjoyed it. That one segment over pretty much anything else this week. But the totality of the show with the... um, And then you had a return. You had a return... Um, on SmackDown, so yeah, I, I got I got to give it to I got to give it to SmackDown.
0: All right, well there you go. Weekly winner going to SmackDown for Mark Henry and Mark. I don't know if you've been listening to me over the last two hours, which I know you have. I know you have, and I know the nation out there has been as well. You probably could read between the lines. I'm going AEW that final hour of AEW from the debut of Sting. To the match itself between Moxley and Omega for the title, and then the, as you said, the Ballyhoo at the end of the show, Mark, to uh you know, set up impact and AEW. That was one of the best hours, single hours of television that I have seen in years. All uh, all my weekly winner awards are going to AEW this week, which I like, Mark, because I like having the split, I like having the divide. That's something we can get into. Thanks for listening. Catch us Monday through Saturday
1: on Busted Open from 9 a.m. to noon Eastern on SiriusXM.
0: The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well.